If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I sweatier than you? Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Coming up at 12 minutes after 8 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I misread this story initially. I thought dish brain, which you're about to talk about. <laughs> you're not going to do the sweaty robot again, too, are you? One leads to the other. It doesn't have to. <laughs> I thought dish brain was like the... <laughs> Eric's got two AI-related stories the here. sweaty robot sounds like a dance move. <laughs> They're cutting a rug out there. This guy's doing the sweaty robot. Take a look at him. <laughs> what would the soundtrack be for oh, that? Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. No, so this first... AI-related, artificial intelligence-related story, I was taking to mean like we're a step closer to the chip in the brain that makes us good at stuff. Well, we kind of are. That's what I'm interested in. That aspect I don't of need it. to operate the TV by just thinking about it, you know, like switching through the remote by blinking my eyes or something like that. I'm not interested in all that. I can pick up the little remote and go click, click, click. So instead you're interested in what? I want the golf chip. I want the tennis chip. So you- I want the whatever, you know. Whatever upgrades you can get for the chip that goes into your brain that makes you better at stuff right. than you are right well, now. Well, let's walk through it. Why are you laughing at me? If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? Okay. So Monash University scientists created the dish brain. <laughs> That's what it's called. These are science kids. They're not uh, public relations kids or Come marketing forward, students. Dish right. brain. Kick that up to marketing for a better name. And why would it be called dish brain? Well, think about it for a half a second and you're absolutely right. It's basically they're growing a brain in a dish. <laughs> <laughs> it's a semi-biological computer chip with some 800,000 human and mouse brain cells that are lab-grown into its electrodes. So it's both biological and mechanical. Yes. So... They created this dish brain, and it learned to play Pong in five minutes. Okay, well, didn't we all? <laughs> well, bang, but, bang, bang. Yeah, but not this that, is... That's not that hard. Yeah. Hey, dish brain. <laughs> you said it learned Spanish in five minutes. I'd be like, okay, that's so, something. So, But it wouldn't take us five minutes, right? So that would take us a little bit longer, too. So that's how dish brain is acting more like an, an actual biological brain. So they set up a very basic reward system using the fact that small clusters of brain cells tend to try to minimize unpredictability, yada, yada, all this different stuff. It was the first time that lab-grown brain cells had been used this way, being given not only a way to sense the world, but to act on it, and the results were very impressive. So it's reacting, it's learning, it's adapting. Dish brain. A brain someone manufactured. Yeah. So the project lead on this says the outcomes of such research would have significant implications across multiple fields, such as, but not limited to, planning, robotics, advanced automation, brain-machine interfaces, and other. So that brain-machine interface is where, that's where you get a little excited. Thinking that maybe you could interface with the machine. No, no. I I don't want to, like, think about the coffee maker and then it can make the coffee without me touching buttons. I want the opposite. I want the tech to make my human body better at stuff. That's what I want. So, meaning you're a better golfer, right? Just click into read golf, quicker, right? Click into golf mode, and now you have a perfect swing. Kind of like the Matrix. Yeah, it's 
Click into tennis mode now. Forehand, backhand, all good. Overhead. Boop, boop, boop. But it, but only for boop. a limited time. Do you then turn it off or you just leave it on all the time? What if you're stuck in tennis mode yeah. all day? Or what <laughs> I'm just sitting here in the studio <laughs> whacking stuff. I can't turn it off. Or, or what if you're playing and at the, the site where you're playing, the Wi-Fi is no good and it's not like working correctly. <laughs> it's glitching out. <laughs> you're not, you're not, not hitting anything. God, what's wrong with that's me? Fine. I got a weak Wi-Fi. You know what would happen if that was actually, that's not what Dish Brain is, but if Dish Brain were that, you know what that would mean? That like all like the super rich kids would be really good at all like the youth sports. <laughs> Just burning through everything. The rest of us couldn't be able to do anything, but they'd all be just killing it. You'd have to have two divisions, enhanced and unenhanced (laughs) and natural. Yeah, so they're going to use this grant anyway to develop better AI machines that replicate the learning capacity of these biological neural networks. Um, But at this point, no, they're not going to make you better at tennis or golf. It's just learning how to use this dish brain in order to adapt and learn and grow and develop. Okay, why is the robot sweating? This is not okay, connected so to Dish Brain. This is a separate. <laughs> Eric, I come in this morning. Eric's like, have a look at this. It looks like a like a mannequin that doesn't have a shirt on, like <laughs> in the exactly, store. That's exactly what it is. And it's got beads of sweat running down its back. <laughs> yeah, because it's sweating. The sweaty <laughs> robot. All right, so scientists for the first time Speaking are... Speaking of needing marketing help. <laughs> oh, let me get one of them sweaty robots. How much for one of them? Yeah, what's wrong with that? So the reason behind the sweaty robot is actually makes a lot of sense. So with heat being an issue, obviously we're seeing it now, right? A lot of crazy heat. Phoenix has had, what, almost 30 days of 110 degrees or higher or something crazy like that. Dry heat. So now they're considering something different. They're like trying to figure out, okay, how can we help learn, adapt, you know, live with crazy heat? So they've created this thermal mannequin. It's called Andy. Sorry, I get choked up when I think about the thermal mannequin. <laughs> Tech company Thermetrics came up with this uh, to test effectiveness and wearability of sportswear. So they have this Andy, which is able to mimic the thermal functioning of the human body and can be adjusted to account for different ages, levels of fitness or health conditions, as they put it in relation to heat. So among the things that Andy can do is sweat. Okay. So Nike wants its new dry fit golf shirt or whatever. Yes. And instead of... Taking human volunteers. Hey, Vinny and Eric, put this shirt on. <laughs> right. Lock you in the sauna. See what happens. And that's part of the reason. Like, like, well, let's try to see how far, you know, how far we can push it. Let's use Andy instead of okay. using humans. Well, Andy's uniquely qualified for right. that. The sweaty robot. I don't know if Bo is included in the sweaty <laughs> robot. I don't even know well, what maybe that would smell actually like. They have they have fabric technology that can help. What does hot plastic smell like? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Who's got the B.O.? It's Andy. Oh, Andy again. Move Andy out in the hall. <laughs> 818 on Wisconsin's Morning News. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I sweatier than you? Twenty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News. Black Crows do a great version of this song. Is that as right? Well, they are coming to town. You know, it's like one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like one of the only bands I go to see live regularly. They're coming on a day where we can't go. Like I'm pretty sure I can't go. It's Badger Game Day. My daughter at least has 
thoughts, designs of maybe I could be a Badger cheerleader. She's okay. deep into cheer, as you yeah, know. Yeah. So we haven't taken her a football to, to a Badger game yet. So that, there's like one day on the whole schedule that works. It's that day. Why can't you do both? I don't know when it's going to be. It's against it's it's the Ohio State oh, University at Camp so Randall, so that could be likely a night not game. an eleven A game. Is yeah, what you're probably saying? not. I mean, unless we're horrible, they're never horrible. So the Badgers uh, struggle out of the gates here with the new head coach and things like that. Then maybe that could be an afternooner. Then you zip back into town and catch the Crows at Miller High Life Theater, which or, would be a great venue for that. Or maybe just take her next year to a football game. See, now that's been suggested because there was also <laughs> some golf scheduled that day, but. No. <clears throat> Got to do it. No, got to do it. So what was it that you showed me this morning outside of Dish Brain and Sweaty Robot that I said, like, <laughs> we're in the future now? I don't remember. Oh, it was the I Barbie thing, the-, the giant Barbie screen. Oh, yeah. Where it was like... 3D so 3D ads are huge now in different cities and there's a little bit in like, New like York Dubai? you'll see it but yeah a lot of it's overseas Tokyo Dubai um, have these remarkable 3D looking video billboards Eric had this picture like it was a video of like a skyscraper size video screen where Barbie takes a step out, yeah. like into the crowd. Yeah, so you see Margot Robbie as Barbie, and you'd all recognize it. She's in like the actual box, yeah. the Barbie box, and she steps out of it, and it's like, yeah, skyscraper height, and it's unbelievable. It reminded me of the scene in Back to the Future Two, where it was like Jaws twenty three yes. or whatever it is, and the and the shark comes like out of the screen and like right. almost eats Marty. So I think that it, you have to be looking at it from like the perfect angles, though. So I don't think you know what I mean. Like so, the angle we see that video on, it's like, wow, that's perfect. But I'm sure if you see it in person, it may not be as amazing. Another place where the future is on display. I told you EAA Air Venture going in Oshkosh right now, opened yesterday, runs through the weekend. Two air shows a day up in Oshkosh. And then they have all the, you know, the the other thing is if you don't go just for the air show, if you go up to EAA and take it in, they have what they call the quote unquote static display. So all these things. And uh, somebody just texted in on the old National Bank talk and text line. If you are, Vince, if you're interested in the future of urban air mobility, they've got a whole display on, you know, like quote unquote flying cars or Not so much cars, but smaller vehicles that one day maybe we will all fly in. That are more drone-like? Yeah, he's, he sent me a picture of something they called the Whisk Arrow. It says it hopes to have operating sometime in U.S. cities by 2030. They hope to operate like an Uber of the local skies in congested urban areas. Independent startup company now totally owned by Boeing and lots of financial backing. That's the thing. There are a lot of great ideas out there, but if you can get one of these big companies behind it, Comes a little bit closer else, yeah. to reality than the fl- of now, the flying car. We've seen like choppers in New York City and other big big cities for years, right? That's right. always been a thing. But something that well, obviously that's totally inaccessible for the vast majority yeah, of us. Of course, so there's sure. something on a but, mass scale where you can get zipped around. So is this Uber then? Like you actually have an app and you just press it and then it'll fly you to and fro. <sighs> How long? How long till that? Twenty thirty? And I, you know, why not? Uber in, of the skies. Actually, rural areas would be nice for that too. I'd almost rather have it out in the the boonies so I can get up north quicker. Than... Zip on here, zip on there. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, right? It's just a matter of for me. It's right avoiding the traffic or, right, of course, or what yeah, have you. I got you. But right, it has to be accessible for it to take off on a mass scale. Right, if you're if you're Richie Rich, you already got the helicopter. Right, so you're all good. Like, what's the difference? So, at one point, are we stuck in traffic in the sky? <laughs> I gotta wait for her to stand. Put her in hover mode again. We're going nowhere. Come on. 828 on Wisconsin's morning news. I've got the 
837 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I forgot to pull the Indiana Jones bite for this. Ah, the X marks the yeah. spot. Or X, X never, marks, never the spot. marks the spot. All right, got to get to it. Well, I did say people were going to die. Yes, must watch or now X watch. I'm not sure what we'll, we'll have to come up with a new name X-watch. for this. Um, so Twitter is now X. In response to questions about what tweets will be called in the rebranding, Musk oh, says yeah. they will be called X's. No, no one's going to call them that. So I X'd this thing the other day. Nope. Did you see what that guy X'd? Guy X. <laughs> Let me X you a question. Jennifer Aniston X'd this yesterday on her podcast. I don't know. I'm making up stuff. Doesn't um, stick. It's not going to work. Okay. So Elon Musk has long been fascinated with that letter. So for whatever reason, he's like X. So SpaceX we have. And then in 1999, he found a startup called X.com, which turned into PayPal. His son, who uh, has a name that's like basically a collection of letters and symbols, his name, he goes by X. So Musk just likes that word. But here's the thing about this everything app that is similar to China's WeChat, which combines videos, messaging, streaming, and payments, and all that stuff. The thing is, is that he might run into some legal trouble with this because X is actually trademarked. I thought you were going to say you can't trademark X. Musk, no, someone has it. Musk doesn't own the trademark to X. Guess who does? Microsoft. (laughs) Of course they do. Microsoft does. It filed for it back in 2003 for Xbox. Oh, sure. Okay. And here's another part of it that is so amazing to me. In 2017, Microsoft helped Meta file for part of its trademark of X to help stream video and audio content. So now neither uh, company has commented on this. But here you have two companies that you could argue are competitors that have the X in their portfolio. That's the sound X makes. (laughs) Right? This is the X sound. It is a cool sound. I'll give him that. That's the one thing that he's done right on on this deal with the X. So we'll see where this goes from here, but lawsuits could end up being filed. The name X is continuing forward. They're, they were removing Twitter, the, the Twitter signage yeah. from the headquarters in San Francisco Didn't he already yesterday? sell off all the birds and stuff? <laughs> like they were <laughs> right, yeah, literally taking stuff off the walls yeah. and selling it. Uh, we have yet to see X pop up on the app, but it is on the uh, the websites. X is now the logo and all that good Does stuff. Does Apple own I? <laughs> the iPod, the iPod. That's this, a great the question. That. I'm sure they have some kind of hand in something there so they don't lose their eye before everything. Right? No? <laughs> yeah, you, somebody <laughs> thought right. of that. So that's your Musk Watch slash X Watch for Tuesday, July 25th. Didn't say people were going to die. Eight forty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News. You were talking about the flying cars, roads. Where we are going, we don't need roads. There it is. Right. Yes. <laughs> Back to the Future musical. ABC has got it on Good Morning America. Yeah, it yeah, opens. Yeah. I guess it's probably showing already, which must be why they're doing it. It's a. It's official opening on Broadway is not until August, but it's like running now. Okay. So early shows. It opened in London. We're we're joking about what is what is this? What are the songs? I mean, outside of the ones that already exist from Huey Lewis. Great Scott. Marty, Marty, Marty. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. 
megawatts. Well, there's probably some love interest too for Doc, right? Like, don't they always like add things? Add something yeah. in there, something corny. Some, yeah, some silly slow ballad he'll sing at some point. Save Why he needs to go the back clock tower. <laughs> Save the clock tower. No, I have actual music from it that I pulled from uh, London. So, Back to the Future musical, it's a real thing. Okay. They've dramatized it a little bit there. I don't know how I ended up here. It's so hard to believe. Okay, so Sandy Max saw it. I remember <laughs> talking right. to Sandy about it. She I and this. her boyfriend were over in London and they saw it. And yeah. she said it wasn't terrible. She actually said it was good. But <laughs> I was like, first say, thought is, yeah. is this awful? She said it was actually really yeah, she good. She enjoyed it, she said. I remember that. I, I would see that. Running now, opening officially next month, but uh, running now on Broadway. You mentioned something earlier that I want to talk about again because I have struggled. I think a lot of families do with how you get your kids to chip in around the house. Right. How do you compensate them or should you even for that service? How do you fund your kids' various adventures when they want to go, hey, my friends are going to the Mm -hmm. ice cream shop. Right. Whatever. Is that five bucks out of your pocket every time? Do they get an allowance? Is that tied to the chores they're expected yeah. to do? You have created, well, your wife. I was going to say, I can't take any credit for it. Uh, but I'll preface this by saying everything we try, and I think this is the experience for a lot of families. Whatever we do, we do for like, here's how it's going to be. From now on, this is happening, and this is happening, and this is happening. And then two and a half weeks later, it's done. It's like, <laughs> yeah, right, it gets wiped out. Right, we didn't do that. Hey, whatever happened to the, can I have $5 for the? Well, so we've gone in a, we've done it a different, a few different ways. We've tried, we did do a, a type of draft one year where they got to like pick through. This year, Angie <laughs> came up with this. you guys have more time than other people? What's <laughs> and, going on Angie over there? Angie just likes to target projects. She likes <laughs> okay. to create projects. These are anyway. very intricate systems. So she came up with this idea of like um, chore cards. So you could grab a card for the day or for the week and you could get points off that card and you have to total so many points at the end of the week. So like making dinner, which is one of ours, which the kids like to do, that's five points. Uh, the argument that we ran into is how many points do you need to get by the end of the week? To get paid. So I got and this, this is tied to some sort of allowance. Well, right? yeah. So either that or, okay, so I'm... I'm, I feel good buying you this if we need to buy this for you or you're okay. asking for that kind of thing. Like, you know, meet a threshold so I'm not just throwing money out and Angie's not just throwing money out to the kids. Um, so Angie texted, um, okay, uh, this week I'm looking for everyone to do 25 points. And uh, my 12-year-old, she complained about that and the family texts back and forth. She's like, but we're already halfway through the week. Why do we have to do 25? So then Angie compromised. <laughs> All Angie right, goes, fine. okay, 20 points. I know you've already gotten some done. You can do 20. She in my 12-year-old, 15. It's Thursday, not Monday. 15. <laughs> she didn't like the late notice on the rule change. <laughs> Angie's like, 20. No, we're doing 20. I'm kind of with Brynn on that one. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, right? That's basically what it was, going back and forth. And it, The funny thing is, is that they all want to do the same ones because certain ones you can crank out pretty easy. Oh, yeah. They're the... What would you call that? The low-hanging fruit chores right. or yes. whatever? This is easy. Take out the trash. Good. Two yeah, seconds. Done. done. Three points. Mm-hmm. Bing. Oh, if it's even that. Or cleaning the dishwasher, that takes you exactly 30 seconds to do, right? If you to know how to the do dishwasher. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that sorry, would yeah, be I'm a one-pointer, right? Yeah, it's low on the list. But the, the dinner oh. one, so now like they're all fighting to do dinner all the time. They'll boil some noodles. I'm like, okay, yeah, well. Are you sure you want that? You want to seed the dinner production to them? Uh, yes, because you'd be amazed that once they start to learn how to do it, 
like they get better at it and it actually kind of helps them for the future a little bit. So yeah, we've had some good ones. Now, generally speaking, like I helped, like my one kid tried to make tikka masala last year or last week. So I had to get hey? involved on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to so. say it right. Uh, but like that one took a little bit more work, but I don't know how long the, the chore card point system will work, but so far this is week three or four. Well, I hung so in. So far, so good. And now there are various tweaks along the way, controversial as they were. Yeah, yeah. Bryn is getting all fired up about the point system there. <laughs> I like the back and forth, though. She's hanging in. <laughs> 15. 15. No, no, 20 points. Fine. Deal. Well, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. <laughs> but your kids are going to love it. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Going to be a warm one today. High temperature getting up to 88 degrees and some of that wildfire smoke making it tough to breathe out there. Air quality alert in effect until noon today. Increasing clouds tonight, chance of showers and storms late with a low down to 72. Already at 76 degrees on Wisconsin's Morning News. Steve Scafidi in the house with us now. Yeah! Uh, Missed you yesterday, pal. Oh, my God. Southwest Airlines nightmare experience. I'll get to that in the 9 o'clock hour. Just, just, I mean, Vegas is Vegas. It's fun. The blackjack tables were not friendly to me. They weren't hot like the rest of them. No, they were not hot. I enjoyed myself and, you know, everything else, thanks to uh, MGM, was taken care of. So I'm not... Feeling the pain too much, but not not getting the uh, the love from the blackjack table that I usually get. Yeah, so but plan, I, I'm surprised you you don't plan a buffer day for the travel. Got to have a I, buffer know, day. Here's the deal. Originally, the classic wasn't that day, so I had actually had a trip planned till I would be back tomorrow. Okay, and then we said, all right, so it's Monday. I said I'll fly back at comfortable time, six p.m. Not like ten p.m. Six p.m. Sunday night keeps getting pushed back. At one point, it was going to be like. Leaving at like two in the morning. Here's the thing. It went from like two in the morning, 10 o'clock, one in the morning, nine o'clock. So I had no idea what, what I'm supposed to go to the Oof, airport. That's awful. Horrible. I've got like six things that I don't like about that experience I'm going to talk about. And people just being crazy in Vegas. Wow, that town is nuts. For those who tuned in late, Steve had a flight that was supposed to come in yesterday, or sorry, Sunday night. Yeah. So that you could be a part of the WTMJ yeah, Classic. I you guys hosting your whole show no out there. No problem. Full night's sleep. Best Buddies was the cause that you put I forward. I love those guys. Kept looking for you. They kept mm-hmm. asking, where's Steve at? Oh, was it, like, was it sad like that? Well, <laughs> it was okay. He's still at the craps table. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. He's gambling. That's he's on he's a doing. bender. He's trying to win his money back he's at the craps table. A, listen, Claire, he's on a hard bent. Claire was out at one of the holes yesterday. She was selling lemonade, raised hundreds of dollars for Best Buddies. Sorry, Claire. Steve's on a hard bender right now. <laughs> Super dehydrated, yeah. though. He said to say if hello. You would have seen me. I, you know how everything irritates you. That's how I was on that on that flight back. Just I can't sleep on planes anyway. And we're it's middle of the night. There's thunderstorms everywhere. Which if you've ever seen thunderstorms, kind of neat. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah. I've never, never seen that all surrounding us. But that means a bumpy flight. The um, the uh, flight attendants would go from extreme darkness to. Like, the sun was inside the plane. Like, at a moment's notice, it would be like, oh, my God, I'm sleeping. People are, like, screaming. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> no, they're just they're going through with the beverage cart. They need to light the plane up at 4 a.m. <laughs> they just need those you? headlamps, maybe. Oh, my Ooh, goodness. That's a, <laughs> Ooh, it's good I also noticed this. They say that now that the uh, in their little instructions, the, um, the what do they call it? The, the, the between the seats, the hall, the, well, it's an obvious word, the middle. The aisle? The aisle. Why can't I think of the word aisle? (laughs) The lane. I was on a bender, wasn't I? The aisle is our workspace. Please respect us. 
Okay. When did that start? I don't just tuck it in. What if man? it's not your workspace? What don't if it's where all, I put my foot? What if that's my space? All over the aisle. We got to get this cart through here. Our workspace, please. Come on. What hey, is that about? Hey, Sandy. Wow. You be okay today? Good morning. <laughs> I know. I told her you could probably take a rest in the first hour because I am fired Which, up. Which the smoke is getting to my voice anyway, so I've got a big old mug of hot tea. But yeah, it doesn't know. If, I'm not sure if I'm going to get a word in edgewise today. I tell you what, though, the good thing was last night I went to the garden, which is my my safe space. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My workplace, too, for, for that matter. I heard and, you're crushing the tomatoes this oh, year. Oh, it's unbelievable. The garden is unbelievable. Look, I gave Sally a cue. Sally. <laughs> I am on a bender. I can't believe. Hey, I called you other things. I'll be here to fact check. <laughs> but yes, I have a cucumber from, from Steve. From, I think, actually, it's time for us to get out. I'm just going to leave <laughs> the next three hours I to you, too. I am so looking forward to this show. I've been waiting to do this first hour, especially. Well, we did Are you miss ready you for yesterday. this? I am. I'm I, s- I do feel bad because I, I love the classic. My uh, and all seat the, back all the and tray table is up. I am good to go. Oh, yes. Tray table up. WTMJ now is next with Steve and Sandy. 856.